Billy D here with another one of our super, super exciting Cal Jam, pre-Cal Jam podcast sponsored by Standard Process. Thank you, Standard Process, for backing Cal Jam. But we've got a new addition to our family here at Cal Jam, Aaron Elizabeth from Aaron Elizabeth at Health News. Say hi to everybody, Aaron. Hi, guys. Hi, Billy D. Honored to be here. So... so Aaron, give me a little bit of history about what you got going on, because you got quite the following on uh, Facebook, and then we'll address the CIA thing in a little bit. We'll talk about that. <laughs> well, uh, it's health nut news. You can't forget the nut and the health, but that's What did all right. I say? Health news? Well, that's okay. Yeah, okay. no, I was just, just kidding. I knew it was health nut news. Yeah, that's all right. It's just, it's, you know, sometimes nut, my right? brain doesn't work as well as it should, especially I, after I just got done with the our Mercola interview. I know he kind of does that sometimes. Yeah, doesn't he? Uh, so how did you get into health? I mean, what what's your background? Um, well, uh, before I had the site, which has been just two years now, I did uh, well raw foods retreats on the beach. Okay, Pretty cool. Happy on the beach, you know, I felt people. I wanted people to come to the ocean where there are waves. I did them in Palm Coast here in Palm Coast, Florida, for a number of years, and that's how I met Joe actually. And uh, so I I did the retreats and brought in speakers from around the different parts of the country and even the world. So it was a lot of fun and did that for a number of years. And uh, then kind of went off track when uh, I met my significant other six and a half years ago. And then I kind of put those on hold and then started this site two years ago since I wasn't really doing the retreats and we were traveling back and forth between Chicago and here quite a bit. It was difficult to do. And so I really, my passion, even though I loved helping the people with the help, with the raw food retreats on the beach were to, was to kind of do more research and, uh, writing. So, and, and about natural health. So that's how it started. It kind of took a turn this past summer, but previous to the summer, I'd been doing more like, uh, some investigative reporting, but you know, maybe talk about fluoride vaccines, things like that. Uh, maybe some vegan pumpkin pie recipe, but now, you know, it's it's a little bit different. So yeah, and, and I've always been not always, but I've been a big juicer pretty much most of my life. Oh, yeah. uh, and I'm really big on trying to get people to eat more raw foods. Yeah, I, mean, I tell people. I mean, I literally do. I eat two thirds of my meals out of a Vitamix, and it's mostly plant based. And uh, but I'm I'm not a vegan. I'm not a vegetarian. I I like animal products. I try to eat as clean as possible. Uh, so what? kind of got you down that path originally though uh, oh with that I guess well maybe living partly living in California okay uh, cool I lived out there uh, in the you know, I moved out there young after college and uh, so I think being around all the you know there's so many natural restaurants were healthy the health food stores and just my friends being into natural health and guiding me in that direction after having grown up in the Midwest where it wasn't so healthy, you know, I, w I would try my best, but I think it was a lot easier in California and I just got hooked. No, it's a lot easier in California. Yeah. It's, not, it's, not, it's like, that's one of the hardest things for me when I, I mean, both of us travel a lot, at least I travel a lot. Yeah. The hardest thing is like to find a decent restaurant where you can actually eat food, you know, especially when you're in airports a lot and, you know, you're in Oklahoma or Missouri or wherever you are. It's like, and you look at people though, that you look at the health of people. I mean, I am... You know, I'm not trying to be mean or anything, but when you look at people in California, they're a lot more health oriented. 
And when people are more health oriented, they're going to look and they're going to demand healthier foods. And that's why we've got, you know, all kinds of healthy restaurants here. And, you know, sometimes people go, well, that food doesn't taste very good. And that's because people are so used to eating garbage and trash that's so loaded with sugar and, you know, taste enhancing MSGs and all this other types of garbage that they eat that they're so desensitized to eating real food. I mean, but I don't eat really for satisfaction i eat to fuel the machine you know my body and i want it to function at its highest percent but the thing is eating healthy i mean i can make some killer food and that's why i mean i do uh workshops in my office uh to teach people you know eating healthy doesn't have to be bad i mean i make some stuff like i make this one smoothie that's coconuts and avocados and a little bit of uh whey protein and it's like it's like dessert to me Oh yeah, that's what I don't think people understand that it that it can be healthy. There even can be healthy desserts or healthy. You know, it doesn't have people think you don't just have to eat, you know, some kind of. It, it's not just all greens on a plate or just. You know, I mean, there's so many different choices. So yeah. And I mean, again, I I'm a master of making just the most amazing kind of like salads, and it's it's just a, you put certain foods together, and I mean, my grandfather was a big chef, you know, in the Midwest. Where in the Midwest are you from? Um, born in Chicago and uh, was adopted, raised in Indiana. So really, I mean, like Indiana girl. We just yeah, played that last night. Little Tom Petty, Mary, last dance with Mary Jane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. I grew up in that in that kind of in, environment. Grew up tall. I think that song was about something else, but it was a great. Yeah, great. it's okay. Well, we might we're gonna have somebody talking about that at Cal Jam too. That's the the, the evil weed, which gets a lot. Sometimes it gets a bad rap. I don't know when we know there's a lot of positive medicinal benefits from it, and we're gonna address that with curing cancer. Ty Bollinger is gonna be talking about that because you know I like to push people a little bit, push them out of their comfort zone a little bit because you know it's the same thing with chiropractic. Most people don't understand that you know. They've been the chiropractic is like the evil weed of healthcare. It's like we've people are afraid to go to us because they think that we're going to paralyze them or something, only because they believe all the myths that have been perpetuated by not only AMA but the media. But yeah, you look up the chiropractic, and some of the first things you see are yeah, just it's ridiculous. Yeah, we could go on for that for days. So, and yeah. that's what I taught. We just and I just interviewed or Dr. Jo, Dr. Joe Mercola just interviewed me. And that's what I really wanted to address is try to get people to understand the real value and what chiropractic's really about. Now, you're at Cal Jam this year, which I'm really excited to add you at Cal yes. Jam. Yeah. Uh, you're going to be talking about GCMAF. And why don't you describe to our audience what that is, and then we'll talk about the conspiracy that's circulating around that. Sure. Yeah. And I, you know, like most people hearing this, um, it was new to me when uh, this all started just this summer. I had honestly probably, maybe I'd heard the term GC math, but I was not familiar before, before all this happened. So GC math is a naturally, and, and I always say I'm a journalist, not a scientist, but I'll say this as simply as I can. So it's a naturally occurring uh, protein in our bodies, but also can be uh, injected through, you know, either if they have uh, human blood or bovine blood, and it used to be legal in the United States, and uh, it was used by people like Dr. Bradstreet on autism patients, where maybe they felt that the patient had a high level of nagalase in the body, and they found that the GC math could bring that level down and also help. I mean, I've talked to parents, even met 
people, his pa patients in person who say that it helped their child dramatically uh, with, with, their, with autism. Also with cancer, there are cancer patients who use it. Uh, some, just like any modality, some are very successful and in remission and same with the uh, autism patients. So. And where would this nagalice be coming from? Um, well, some people think it comes from vaccines. I knew you were going to say that. That's why I, I asked. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So some would say that it would be, uh, because of the vaccinations and especially the, then when like we were kids, I mean, now the, the increasing number with the, with the strict schedule, uh, just the ridiculous schedule now that children are on that they're getting more and more shots and, uh, yeah, maybe doing some damage there. So Right, not maybe, but I yeah. know you gotta kinda keep a good rap, but I, I don't really I mean I'm very outspoken. I and know. we've got this new bill in California, S B two seventy seven, which is a now they're gonna require Oh yeah. Children to get vaccinated. I'm just gonna say poison because it's my crowd, they know who I am. Yeah. Uh they're requiring children to be poisoned to go to not only public school but also private schools. Yeah. And here's the sad thing, whether you're pro-vaccine or anti-vaccine or wherever your stance is on this, you're re relinquishing your rights as a parent to what gets injected into your kids. And I know it's coming. I, I mean, it's not only going to, they're not only going to start going after the kids, but then they're going to come after you and I next. Oh. But then it's going to open the whole, it's going to be the floodgates are going to be open. They're going to come up with a new vaccine for everything. And you're going to be lined up for literally in my, you know, I'm not saying this is going to happen tomorrow. But you're opening it up where you're going to literally be mandated to have upwards of maybe 200, 300 different vaccines for everything out there. Because the machine is not going to stop. The machine always wants more. And I, I know the machine doesn't care about health. I mean, the, why would the machine care about health when they want a society that is dependent, number one, on government, more government. They want a society that's dependent on pharmaceutical drugs because as we both know at least in my humble opinion that vaccines really cause a lot of these childhood illnesses that kids are going through i.e. the autism the ear infections the ADHDs you name it uh, and then that requires these kids to utilize even more pharmaceuticals yeah, no, I agree and I was vaccine injured after I was adopted and you know January so it would have been you were yeah, I was vaccine injured after I was adopted. They don't know if I was double vaxxed or not, but uh, January had a terrible cold, freezing winter, and uh, the DTAP, so it was, well, DTAP, no, now, but back in the 70s would have been DPT, and uh, yeah, I was hospitalized with seizures. Uh, oh my and God, I didn't know that. For fever for a week, yeah, um, they, and vomiting, uh, but yeah, seizures at three months old, and they thought that they were going to lose me. But even back then, the doctors didn't want to admit, well, especially back then, I don't know, that maybe they're the same now. They didn't want to admit that it was connected to the vaccine. They had to do a spinal tap and all that. They had oh, my God. It was probably encephalitis. Uh, they were checking for the encephalitis, uh, which I probably did have. So, yeah, I had ADD and all that kind of stuff and ear terrible ear infections and, you know, allergies and allergic to everything. So, basically, you were on, you got put on... Did the drugs and then you went on the medical merry-go-round after that? Oh yeah, antibiotics constantly, and was on antibiotics when I was born because you know not the best. Uh, was was born with thrush, really very sick, and you know in a I guess hospital for two months, no mother or anything for the first two months. So yeah, that it's 
because I was had been placed for adoption. So yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. But I, I and I didn't and I didn't realize it until later that that's what happened. That it was the injury from the vaccine. When you, you know, they when just, you and they together. Yeah, right. yeah. I still think my parents are kind of in denial, but I'm still working on them while they're around. <laughs> All right. And then I see I dodged those bullets. I mean, I was born in 1958 before the massive onslaught of all the vaccines, which have even gotten worse and worse. Why is it? I mean, I know why, but I want to bring it out of you. Why is it that we have such a. You and I both have a lot of trolls, obviously, on our pages. But why is it people are so brainwashed into believing that? Do you think it's a matter that they just don't want to admit that they're wrong? Or do you really actually think that they believe these vaccines save the world and their kids need all these different shots to prevent everything from polio on one end to chicken pox on the other end when i in reality know that the the body needs to develop some own immune response naturally not with not with allopathic means by injecting different types of carcinogens neurotoxins and uh viruses and microbes that are grown on dead animals and aborted human fetuses yeah, I think that part of it is, well, two things. So I know you have a lot of troll activity and I get it too. And I think that part of it are, I mean, I'll say it that, you know, I know they say, oh, just call me a shill. But I can't imagine that some of these people would take the time to come to your page or my page and spend that time argue, arguing with people they obviously don't disagree, obviously don't agree with if they weren't paid or or somehow part of the machine as you said but i do think there's the other part of people who are brainwashed or just so fear-based it's so fear-based you know i see posts where they'll say wow yeah thanks we're all everyone will die from the measles back at the height of the measles <laughs> i know we're like the measles my, you know my parents can't even remember they're like i remember the chicken pox but they had the measles but it was like oh yeah my dad's sister reminded him you know you were sick a few days and they kept the room dark you know i mean right. i'm not i'm not saying that it's 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 not it's a rat it's it's not fun or so did you have do you have measles if you don't I had measles I had the mumps I had chicken pox you know and you know what I say this all the time I mean I know that's why I have a really strong immune system I've never okay. in thirty years thirty one years of practice I've never missed a day of work from being sick because I don't get sick I mean yeah. of course I do everything else I eat right I drink clean water I exercise I'm happy I think positive thoughts I'm gratitude I give gratitude I get adjusted all those things. Uh, and it's, it's, it, to be healthy is, it's as, as a normal thing. It's just when you're sick as abnormal function. And it, usually when you're sick, your body's trying to adapt to everything that you're doing wrong. So I just try to get people just, just get back in the groove, live the way you're genetically designed to live and you will express health, not sickness and disease. And, and then when we get sick, then we even do stupider stuff. Then we take a bunch, we take a bunch of dope and drugs, drugs. which makes us even sicker. It's like. And people believe this and they think this is normal. And then, then you know, then they've been all the machine has really created uh, this facade that people think that they were not created in the likeness and image of God. If you're not a God person, well, look at billions of years of evolution to where we're at today. I mean, I could talk both sides of the fence. I mean, and then that they think they can supersede that power and go above and beyond that. Anything that you do to intervene in natural order is going to create disease and dysfunction. There's no way you can perfect on perfection. And again, there's going to be certain people that have genetic predisposition towards disease. And I think it's about 2.5% of people actually have genetic issues. But then again, 
that doesn't give you any, that doesn't give you the victim consciousness where you cannot do anything about it. Like I could say, oh man, my grandfather died from diabetes. I'm gonna be a diabetic, so I can still eat crap and shit and garbage, and I'll just take my meds. So the thing is, I still eat super healthy, and I don't do that because I'm trying to prevent diabetes. I just know that is the fuel that God intended for me to put in my body to express my highest potential. Well said. No, I agree. And I tell people to say the same thing. Not, I, I mean, I had my challenges to begin with, but even so, I tell people if they have a car, isn't it funny that they say, oh, why do you, gosh, why do you be careful? I said, yeah, you could drive around and you can be reckless and run red lights and maybe you'll be okay, but right, why right. not, you know, drive carefully, take care of the, your, your machine. I mean, so it's so funny that we sometimes would take better care of our, our cars or even our pets. I know people feed all their, their which is great. You know, their animals are organic, but yet they're eating uh, junk food. So it's very interesting. Just, and I think that it, it just, we these, these vaccinations have been around a short time compared to how long humans have been around, but yet people just kind of, they're brainwashed is all I can imagine just by the television, you know, in the last, not even hundred years. So. I call it the devil vision, and I don't. Yes. I don't. You know, we were talking earlier that I don't have a cell phone. I don't have a TV set either. So. Oh, good for you. Yes, yeah, no cable. Same here. Nothing. Yeah, it's like yeah. I don't want to. The, the reason is the primary reason I don't have a television or devil vision, as I call it, is that I would never have time to watch it. Yeah. Because <laughs> like you're like worse than me though. I mean, I, I'm up at like sometimes like one thirty in the morning, and I go. Freaking Aaron Elizabeth is still up. I'm thinking she ha might have bigger problems than me. I've got uh, yeah. I'm, I hired somebody yesterday, so but I'm I have been like I'll wake up and and yeah, kind of I'm I'm doing I'm really uh, uh, inspired by what you were saying because I was really held off on the f smartphones for a long time, long longer. Why than are the they called smartphones? I think they're actually the making us dumber. So. I know dumb phones. Yeah. I go, <laughs> I think that's part of the machine. They did that on purpose. You of know, course. Like, I mean, you know, you, go ahead and scramble your, I mean, your brain is just like a scrambled egg after you put that thing up to it for a while, in my opinion, especially these kids that are on them. I mean, what is going to be the long-term effect of children being on those things since they were, you know, and as I say all the time, you guys can be part of the science. You can be part of the whole guinea pig tobacco you know, because back in those days, they used to think tobacco was like super healthy for you and it aids in digestion and it yeah. helps relax you and all the stuff that people believe so they could sell. So Philip Morris could sell more cigarettes. The same thing's going to be true with cell phones. And, you know, I understand people need them in emergency situations. And, you know, if you've got kids, you should have one. I don't have kids, so I, that's my excuse for not having one. That's and I, I understand, you know, your car breaks down, they're great. But whenever I've needed one, which is maybe twice a year, you know what I do? As I'll go up to someone and say, hey, yeah, I got an emergency. I lost my cell phone. I'm not lying because I did have one a long time ago and I did lose it. So I did lose my cell phone. Yes. Do you think I could borrow use real quick? And if they say no, then okay, then I go to the next person. Or I'll go up to somebody and go, hey. Can I make a quick call? Here's five bucks. Let me borrow your phone. And it's I, I've never had a problem. And yes. I'm also really, really good about finding pay phones still. So I know oh, where they good. all are. Find Just, the, the ones that still exist. Good for you. Now, actually, at John Wayne Airport, they have free pay phones now. Because oh, they wow. have ads on them. 
Oh, and it's that's... funny. They have Maserati ads on there. I'm thinking they must know their target audience. I don't know why they would, you know, I don't think it's, you know, somebody that is of lower socioeconomic status that doesn't have a cell phone. I think that they know that sometimes maybe people that get it yes, don't yes. own one. Yeah, no, I think in the you're going to be like a you're a pioneer because yeah, I think that uh, we're probably all I, I, I'm seeking to cut back on mine too. So yeah, it's just uh, well, you didn't have one, so but I'm that's that's kind of was my New Year's resolution. But I guess I'm always trying to get the information out and I'm I know, just I know. research, you know. But I'm I'm that's why I'm kind of hiring someone to help so that's I can. Why I have my laptop? Go to the beach more, and yeah. I'm doing this, but it should be really like right this. Oh yeah, <laughs> I never learned to type, Aaron. Oh yeah, well that's it's probably better for you that you're yeah, not. Yeah, I, I took a typing class. I don't know what was up with that. And I mean, I was I was into the music and the arts and and even high school, but I took a typing class in high school. So yeah, see, I guess see, it was a when good thing. When typing was offered, I had a, the excuse of having work experience, and I went surfing instead. So I learned something. I think it was far more valuable than typing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Surfing's better. So what other things excite you? Tell me about what you like. What's your daily regimen? What do you do every day as far as to keep yourself healthy? Because, I mean, I don't, I don't want to say how old you are, but I know that, you know, you look great and I know that you are super healthy. Tell me what things you do that you can convey to our CalGM audience that contribute to your higher vibrancy Sure. Yeah. Well, I was doing uh, more high intensity workouts, but I did have some adrenal fatigue because I'd had like a, got a Lyme diagnosis three years ago, which I kind of overcome. And uh, with the with a high intensity, I noticed what was happening was I was actually gaining weight by just for me, just in the with adrenal fatigue, as a lot of women can get um, my age or younger, twenty years old, they can get it, or men. When you're doing tons and tons of high intensity stuff for for me anyway, and for some of the population, then I was you know getting the weight gain in the middle, and I'd never had that before, and so I switched it up to more yoga, Pilates, relaxing kind of walks on. It sounds a little cliche, but walks on the beach, and then the weight with your shoes off. Oh yeah, you know grounding, yeah, going barefoot, good. barefoot. I mean, I like to get into the water. I always wear shorts so I can, you know, get into the water if it's warm enough here. Uh, I can't just, believe you say it was cold in Florida. What part of Florida are you in? Uh, we are in northeast of okay. north. Not saying too yeah, but northeast where there's waves. So as you know, because I think you surf somewhere around here. So I you surf. Say, is it La Smyrna? Uh, New, New Smyrna, New, yeah, New that's Smyrna, very okay. close. Yeah, I, close. We used to yeah. say Smyrnoff, but that's a vodka. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But um, so I would I switched it up, and so now I do more Pilates, yoga, do my best to meditate every day, and getting better, you know, getting better at that. I don't always, I admit, um, I was getting away from being with these with these series of articles I was doing over the summer. I kind of got away from that. I kind of got into this deep. I got you know, like they say, those actors get into their roles. I was kind of getting too deep into the to the stories I was writing about. So now the new year is all about getting back to, uh, you know, the getting back to taking care of Aaron. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and I, you know, yoga is great. And that's what I always say. I do water yoga. Yeah. Surfing is very, you know, it's very Zen. Yeah. Uh, but also it has a lot to do with, you know, a lot of balance and proprioceptions in there. Uh, but it's also a great pace training because usually it's burst, you know, you're going to, paddle really hard for a wave and I tell people all the time there's nothing that's more probably physical demanding than being caught inside 
during a you know like a big set of waves uh because if you don't paddle you're going to drown so you're really motivated to keep pushing even though that you might have reached maximum fatigue you still have to keep pushing like when you don't think you have any gas left in the gas tank to keep paddling you don't have any choice bro you just you're on it uh so and then the other thing that you mentioned was meditation and i i also feel that when i'm in the ocean that i can get connected and meditate uh so to me and and my upcoming book which has been <laughs> yeah uh, my book i haven't written a page it's all in my head i just got to get it on paper <laughs> it's going to be a book called surfing as a religion and it's just going to teach people Whatever your surfing is, it might your surfing might be a walk walking on the beach for somebody. It might be going to the gym. Your surfing might be snowboarding, which is another one of my big passions. In fact, I went to Mammoth over New Year's. So I think most people need to find something in their lives that is their surfing so that they can get get find you know, get into their meditation, get into their movement. Uh, so what did you have for breakfast, if I may ask? Um, I've been, well, I've been, I've been doing a juice, a juice feast for 14 days, which I did break yesterday, but, um, I know that's, it sounds a little bit insane maybe to do it this long. So today I just had more juice. I did have some soups yesterday, but I've been just, just juicing for 14 days, just doing, and, and even no sugar. Uh, yeah, I know that's, it might sound hardcore, but, um, that's not hardcore. I did yeah, a bone broth bone thing broth. for five days, and that's hardcore for me. Oh yeah, yeah, that is, yeah. That so you just did, just did the bone broth. Probably healed your, healed your gut. And I got and down to like one thirty-seven, oh, soaking wet. Oh I mean, my! I don't weigh a lot to begin with. I mean, everybody goes, "You're small." I go, "Well, why does everybody think I'm?" I think when you they see you on YouTube and stuff, they I know, think I you're bigger you're tall than. And I, I can't get an idea. Yeah, I'll see him. I mean, like, I'm like, I'm only like five nine. Okay. Yeah. Same surfing here. is one of those things that will keep you really lean. It's oh, like yeah. I, I, don't have, I think I'm eight percent body fat. But when you don't eat a lot of crap. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. No, and I you I, don't I, eat a lot of useless carbohydrates. You're not going to gain weight. You're going to be like a you're going to be like your like a hunter gatherer. You're going to look like you're supposed to look. Right. No, I agree, and I do agree with you too about the workout that people need to find their passion. I actually wanted to. I know it's like one of those things that I, I know you just kind of another inspiration that I've got to just do it. We have a surfing school. I, I had it in California, didn't do it. We have a surfing school. I, I said I was learning surfing in Spanish, but not at the same time. So I did a couple lessons, but I want to get back into it. Um, well, we water, can go to Mexico and go surfing. We have a we have a trip that we take to Oaxaca every year, and you can learn to surf and you can learn to speak Spanish at the same right. time. Right? They even have right. Yeah, I was kind of doing that on my own, but I do think it's important. And you made a good point. My dad's still seventy-eight and jumps off of mountains. He hang glides. And oh has wow! Maybe he's been down there. Well, south. Now, let me tell you, you can meditate doing that. I'm sure you can get. I mean, you don't have a lot of distraction there. You're not having any cell phones or people interrupting when you're up there all by yourself. I, I did hang gliding lessons, and I can jump, you know, if I if I can do that, and, and I did, I figure I can, and by myself, I mean, I did tan, I've done tandem flights too, but um, I figure I can learn to surf, but I do think, not to switch all around on the subjects, but I do think it's important to have that, uh, the passion, like you said, have your surfing, whatever it is, right. and, uh, and so, yeah, with this, and with the juice, as far as eating, with the, I think that's, I know a lot of people do kind of the bone broth thing, and for me, I wanted to try just doing, uh, kind of a juice feast. I just felt it, you was call it. You're calling it a juice feast. I like that. 
uh, yeah, some people call it feast, but since I am juicing, it's not really fasting. It's more feasting. Right, on of course. Foods. Yeah. And so. you can feast on, you know, good foods or you can feast on and gorge yourself with uh, garbage. Uh, are you doing low glycemic foods in your in your juice fast or feast? Uh, oh, feast. Well, I've just been doing – you know what? I didn't really look at that. I guess I suppose it would be because I, I am not doing a lot of – I'm not really doing any fruit. There's a little okay, – good. Little carrot, uh, a little carrot beet one every day. It's mostly, it's all almost all green. So, um, but after a day or two, I lost the urge, you know, for those cravings of the stuff that I sometimes eat that I might not what want. What kind of cravings would you have in the past? Probably more sweets, sugar, you know. So yeah. I, I'd have to, I try to do my best to have something healthy like coconut water, but sometimes I would succumb to some organic dessert or something that I, you know, I mean, that's okay once in a while. Yeah, of but, course. Yeah. I mean, I want people to live life. I don't want people to be like, I mean, <laughs> no. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I had, I, one of my downfalls is I like a cookie once in a while. And uh, we, we went to Wahoo's last night. I took the band out for dinner last night and, oh, nice. and the drummer, Kurt, he wanted a cookie. And of course <laughs> he goes, you want a little piece? And of course. We had cookies yeah. at the restaurant. Cookies like is, is Wahoo's a restaurant? I don't Wahoo, know. Wahoo Wahoo's is probably one of the most popular restaurants here. It's a, and it's, they've got organic killer kale salads. When you can get fresh Wahoo put on that, and it's black yeah. and it's great food. This is never intended to be a you know a commercial for Wahoo's. But oh, yeah, yeah, then they got the little cookie jar with cookies in there. And, oh, that's great! And, and that's what Kurt says. He's he's still he's the drummer, and he's you know the the engine of the band, and he's really yeah. hyper. And he just wanted a cookie afterwards, and of course uh -oh. I succumbed <laughs> to that. And then I like coffee too. I like have a little coffee in the yeah, morning yeah. to get me going. Yeah, yeah. So and again, nobody. I don't expect anybody to be perfect, but you should strive to be as good as possible and then give yourself a little slack once in a while. I say it's the 80-20 rule. I'm more 95-5. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's, I like that. So, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't want to deprive, I, I always would tell people I won't deprive myself of things completely. I may do a time where I detox in the new year, but uh, I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to have a cookie if I want one. Yeah. Well, I think I'm going to do the bone broth a little bit before Cal Jam because I want to get down to uh, I want to be mean and lean for Cal Jam. Yeah, because yeah. we're doing an ACDC song, and and somebody asked me, well, why don't you wear a shirt when you do that song? Because I'm trying to look like Bon Scott, you know? Yeah, so, sure. You got to. Do you know who Bon Scott was? Yeah, he, he was, was the lead singer ACDC. Yeah, ACDC. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I wear the cute little, you know. He was the second one, though. It wasn't Brian. No, he was the, the first one. First, Bon Scott I mean, was I mean, the original. First, Brian was the second one. I'm yeah. sorry. I knew. He was the first one. Brian was the second, right? Yeah. And they don't let me sing anything else, but they let me sing ACDC because that's my <laughs> wheel. I can scream that stuff. I mean, I mean. Oh, I can't wait to see that. Yeah, it's super fun. And I think that was probably one of the favorites last year because I can be a good front man at the same time. I wish I could sing better, but I got the Bon Scott down to a T. Now let's talk about this CIA thing that we had that was circulated around, whether it was fictitious or not, but it was interesting that you were on there, I was on there, your significant other, Dr. Joe Mercola, was on there, our other good friend, Dr. Tenpenny, was on there, Yes. and then we had a lot of people that have passed on to the higher levels of existence, Dr. Bradstreet was on there. Who else was on there that 
several other, I believe a few other doctors who had passed before that or since passed. Um, that's a good, yeah, it's a good question. I don't have it in front of yeah, me. Yeah, I, I should Jones, have that. But Alex Jones was on there, but he still, they didn't, they didn't kill him. But he didn't have an asterisk in front of his name. I was trying to figure out. I think you had the asterisk and I oh. had the asterisk. I, mean, I know Joe had it, Tenpenny had it. I think oh, they were, he wasn't on the, like, he wasn't, I don't think they were going after him. Oh, okay. So he strong. was okay. I think was, he was okay. I, I thought they should why. have called doctor, he might, Maybe he's in the Illuminati or something. I don't know. He, he's excluded be. from that. We're not in that club yet. I know. We don't. <laughs> but yeah, that could be the case. And you didn't have a doctor. I remember you saying that. Yes. How you didn't get it. But I think you're known as, I mean, you don't say, hey, I'm Dr. DeMoss. You're Billy D. So maybe whoever made it wanted to be, you know, give you a pay your respect. I well, maybe know. they just didn't even know that I was a doctor because even on my Facebook page, it says a public figure. And uh, I've never yeah. really kind of like, I've always kind of like, I never liked doctor, you the whole doctor aura about it. And it's like being on a pedestal, the Marcus Welby kind of like, right, right, you know, right. superiority, supremacy kind of thing. I've always liked to, I like to think of myself as a blue collar person, even though I'm actually dressed up right now. Because I mean, a hard worker and that's what the, the drummer and I were talking about last night. It's like, people don't have a work ethic anymore. I mean... Yeah. And I literally go from the minute I get up till the time I go to bed. It's all it's work related and it's all about promoting the mission. And again, I'm going to take a little break when I'm done with you and go surfing. But that's you know, take that's that's physical, you know, human health maintenance to me. It's not like I'm of course I love to surf, but that Right. Yeah. And I I, I tell people since surfing is a religion, I'm going to church, and then nobody ever questions when you're going to church. It's like, what do you mean you're going to church? It's oh like, yeah. Oh, go, thing. go ahead. It's like, so well, I, I, yeah, because then you're not lying because that's no, because it's my church. I right. mean, if you here's the deal: if you can't see God in the ocean, then you have a problem. I mean, if you need to go sit in a church with pews with you know a lot of statues and candles and stuff to see God, well, great, that's great for me. I like to go out and sit in the ocean and hang out with the dolphins, which I haven't seen in six months, which really, really scares me a lot because I literally used to see dolphins every day and I had a special relationship with them. Call me weird. It's okay. I've been called weird more than once, but I would almost, in a sense, like people would see me talking to the dolphins and then think I was nuts or, you know, saying things to the pelicans that fly by or the seals that come up and, you know, say hi because I mean... Animals will communicate with you if you communicate with them. I mean, I know yeah. I'm out there, but no, there's whole books written about. It. I think Rupert Sheldrick wrote, wrote the book about you know that he was a, he is a scientist. Uh, someone tried to kill him and stab him, but he survived that. So at a public event, um, but he wrote about how we have this. It, 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 I, I don't know. He explained it very scientifically. This ability to communicate animals can understand us they can kind of read our minds so i mean they he kind of did these scientific experiments not didn't do anything bad to the animals but how the dog's waiting at the door when you come home even if you're coming home at a different time than you're supposed to so the dolphins probably knew what you were what you were talking to them they knew yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. and do you have pets at all 
I did. We had um, two cats, but the one died last year. She was 19, and the one just not long before her at 20 that we brought up to Chicago. And so I just haven't got I adopted new ones yet. They were adopted, and uh, ones one had had so long. She lived 20 years. She'd been my parents, and for like a year, and they said, "Oh, we can't." She was a long-haired cat. Didn't want to do the upkeep. They adopted her. But um, so yeah, I had them. For, I've had pets all my life, so it's the first time I'm yeah, taking. Yeah, I mean, when you have pets, you see the communication you have with them I mean yeah and also with our pets it's they they eat very congruent to their genetics we teach we feed our cats all wild foods I mean, I have a I have Bengals and literally oh, eat I love the other he was eating Brussels sprouts the other night I'm going dude you know that's kind of oh. cool he's eating, he eats spinach he loves he loves broccoli oh, I mean that's... he eats he's like full omnivore of course he loves meat too I'm not saying he's all vegan right. uh, but it's it's the same concepts that people under, should understand about human health applies to their pets as well. I mean, I don't vaccinate my pets. I would never even think about oh. vaccinating my pets because I understand uh, that there's an agenda behind the whole vaccine movement, okay? Now, it, and isn't, I guess get, one thing, or can I interject one oh, thing? Oh, of course. I want you to talk as much as possible. Well, isn't it interesting that they have Vaxi Check now, which is, uh, I don't know, $25 or something, and you can measure the titers in your dog or, or, or your bangle if you had vaccinated, or let's say they were, you know, somehow, I don't, I didn't vaccinate either. Um, at the beginning, they had been vaccinated, but um, they, they can do that on a dog or cat. So you could, you know, rabies is some places a dog you have required or whatever. So um, they, they will measure the titers and all that, but they're not doing that on kids. They're not saying, oh, maybe... Jimmy doesn't need, uh, maybe he doesn't need another round of shots. Let's measure his titers. They're not doing that on kids. I but think people are just them. so like brainwashed to get your kids back. They don't even question it. And I think they're, what they're really doing is trying to promote more uh, animal vaccination. In fact, I think, I don't know where I saw it. It was probably on Facebook. Somebody about they're pushing the flu shot for dogs. Oh, they, yeah, that's now I know the flu. So yeah, on one hand, you have a measuring the titers to do fewer or because probably because it makes money. Somebody figured out that makes money. So they do the the uh, titer measuring for cheap. But on the other hand, you're right. They're now doing flu shot for the dogs. It's a top trending story. I know. Got to get your dog the flu shot. Let's see if we can make the, the animals dumber now too. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I don't like to be mean or anything, but I mean, if the reality is you look around and and it's sometimes people think that maybe we're smart or something, and I don't really oh, look they, at they, myself as being smarter. I just don't think I've been dumbed down as much as other people. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I'm very concerned about drinking good water. Yes. I'm very concerned out of glass, not plastic. Yeah. Uh, I we make our own water here. It's all purified. It's uh, it's alkaline water. I also add a couple of vortexes to it. Oh, uh, my house has also got a home filtration system on it, so I'm not bathing in crap and oh, chlorine and fluoride and everybody else's pharmaceuticals that are pissed into the water. I don't like eating glycophosate, glycophosphates yeah. or glyphosates. Yeah. I have a hard time saying that. So, again, I think people have become not only dumbed down, but they are obviously more... Their obesity, as I'm trying to say it in a nice way, people have become fatter. Uh, yeah, I see it when I, you know, when I would go. I lived in California eight years, Southern California, so I go home to the Midwest, and I hate to say it, but when you get off that 
plane, you just sense the difference, see the difference, but also you see the restaurants are different and the people are, it is sad that, uh, yeah, you just see it when you land. You know, and I think part of that too is that climatologically, I think us living in California and in Florida, we have access to going outdoors more. I think when people are stuck inside because it's snow and just inclement weather that they're going to be more apt to be around food, you know, and insane and more sedentary type activities being inside. So I understand. I mean, I, I remember one time I went to speak in St. Louis and it was, it was negative four out with like probably a 20 degree windshield. I went outside and I literally felt my face like was going to crack. It was so cold. I go, how do people live in this? I mean, I don't get it because we're so blessed to live in an environment. I mean, if it's like, if it's 50 here, it's cold, you know, it's like, oh my God, I'm freezing. And it's like, I think, oh, freezing, go to North Dakota, dude. You oh, I know. Yep. Two degrees the other day in Chicago. So I, I shouldn't complain that we got in the thirties and forties here in Florida, but that right. is cold. Well, we get kind of like acclimated to things and we yes. get to be, Blood. I won't use the P word. We get to be big wimps, you know? And I think also when you're lean and mean, you don't have as much insulation. Yeah. You're going to be like, you can stick me anywhere. Like put me in the middle of the desert, like I said, or throw me down in Mexico with a hundred degree heat and, you know, humidity, man, I love that, man. And people go, Oh man, it's so hot. It's like, yeah. you know, I love heat. Like sometimes the girls want to put the air conditioning on the office. I go, I feel good when it's hot, man. I mean, oh, I feel more mobile. Like I just got back from Costa Rica. You go down there, and you, you don't have any aches or pains because your body is just more, it's just the, the humidity I think is good. And I think that's why a lot of people as they age, gravitate to places especially yeah. like florida because you've got not only the heat but you got high humidity there which i think is really good for people's joints uh, yeah I, I would agree with you and i had just read something that some of the biggest cultures that in our civilization they thrived or were and i have I'm not going to probably say it right but they built up or grew the most in human in the tropics in the tropics that's where they thrive the most or you know populated or procreated or yeah 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 that'd be better and populated yeah so uh i agree i agree that's hey i'm living in living in florida just a little chilly in january but yeah i, I like the heat i didn't mind eight months of like a you know humidity you can jump in the ocean too if you get hot so yes and there's a whole like cleansing that goes on there but we don't know to the same degree that it used to be cleansing with things like Fukushima. Oh, it's I funny know. that they decided today would be the day they're going to clean my windows, but it's oh, okay. Heard What's that? <laughs> oh my god! They're out washing the window right here in front like, of me, right, right here. Oh my gosh! It's, it's okay. I hear it? Yeah, you that's kind of yeah. People kinda, understand like, that got, you know. Probably got cameras on you, Billy. It's yeah, really you know the man, Big Brother, is always looking out after me. I know, but at least you can't listen to my conversations on my cell phone. Or know where I'm at, your little GPS tag that you I take know. everywhere. I'm ready to give this up. I turn it off. I'm ready just to, I smashed one once on. Uh, well, don't tell on Joe I was any had any input on that, okay? Because I don't want him to like when he can't get a hold of you, you know. Oh, I know. I'll be like, I gave up the cell phone. He gets upset. I, I know if I turn it off and I'm out. But I no, I'm really about done with it. So yeah. it's yeah. 
Yeah. All right. Well, so we're going to wrap this thing up. I just want to say how much I love and appreciate everything that you do. Thank Being you. a fellow conspiracy theorist, actually, we're just actually people that are away because of the reality of it. But people can call us whatever they want. They can tell us to put our tinfoil hats on that we actually made from their vaccines. We took, That's yeah, I, I saw that posted on your page. It looked like they had little Hershey's kisses on their heads. Uh, but I'm really excited about you coming to Cal Jam, and I, and I thought this was, and we'll kind of close on this. It was that you were like kind of worried about me presenting. GC math, as you say, I see GCMAF because I'm probably not as hip as you. No, but probably you, GCMAF. I hear both, but yeah. So you were concerned that I was presenting in that at Cal Jam as a topic, but I'm thinking to myself, well, you're the one that's talking about. You. Oh yeah, I know, <laughs> I know, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I'm the one. Yeah, it'll be. It's all good. So they're I not going to take us out there or anything. We'll be okay. I think if you're a big enough loudmouth, they don't want to take you down anyways. I mean, that's, that's why I think Alex Jones hasn't been taken down. Yeah. Can you hear them cleaning my windows right I now? I do. I do. Can you turn it, show them, or no? That's crazy. I can probably do that. Let's do that. Okay. See? Do you see oh, it? Yeah, yeah. I can just see his arm. Oh, yeah. There they are. Yeah. There's the. Yeah, you can see it. There's right. <laughs> water all over the window. That's that okay. Was awesome. We were going to wrap it up anyway because it's. It's right. twelve eleven. Yes, it's time for it. me to go to church. Yes, uh, and take off my suit and put on my other my black neoprene suit on and get in the fifty six degree water. So, oh my gosh, that's okay. Is you move when you move and create that heat inside your wetsuit. You don't get cold. You're gonna live forever. I can just be like, well, at least one hundred and twenty years. The only question is, the planet gonna make it that long? I know. Yeah, I, yeah. That's a good. You know, that's a good. That's a real question. That's why we. That's why we gotta do what we do. So that's I. Why um, that's why Cal Jam is what it is. All right. Yeah. Sending my love, kisses, and hugs. All Look right. Forward Pete. to seeing you in March and actually getting a real okay. hug from you. No. Thank you for everything that you do, and thank you for being involved with Cal Jam this year. Thank you. I'm honored to. Thank you for having me, Billy D. Peace. Have fun at the, at the church. I love rock and roll! Not just one child. I said, you change it for the school. Not your emotion, their emotion. Well, because everybody has a self-healing mechanism. We know that. Your community is desperately waiting for you to show up. Wake up out of your apathetic slumber. Tell the people all about the principles of chiropractic is you are the vessel of the change. Ability to move that keeps us alive. What would you do if I sang out of tune? Would you stand up and walk out on me?